Hello, everyone. Mark here again for the English Link podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Steve. Hi, Hi there. Hi, Steve. Um, what's new today? Well, you know one thing I thought we would talk about? Because we always say Link is the best place to learn languages, and, and we probably shouldn't say that, you know, because people are always a little bit sort of put off when you say my thing is the best, even though we, we think it's the best. So maybe we should talk about why we think it's the best. Sure. Uh, people, people will, in any case, form their own opinion. Absolutely. And, and the so, reality is that, uh, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's an expression. <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously people have, have uh, learned languages uh, using uh, many different methods. And um, however, yeah, having said that, we do still yeah. believe ours is... is uh, the most efficient way to learn and well, uh, that's right but but you know it's not uncommon for people to use more than one method too mm -hmm. uh, and in many ways a lot of these methods are complementary uh, for example I can see people who are enrolled at say university studying you know, Spanish or Chinese or Russian who would also use link as a supplement uh, or people who enjoy listening to podcasts uh, ESL pod or you know, Spanish pod, and because those programs have, have uh, you know, exercises, maybe they don't want to do those exercises. Maybe they come over to our system. Maybe they even import some of that content into Link in order to get the advantages of our, of our uh, uh, you know, the way our saving of words and highlighting of words and flashcarding and statistics and all of that works. So I think we can mix and match. Uh, I think people do. I don't. I learn only at Link because I find that it has everything I need. But um, yeah, not everyone is going to do that. No, and and I think um, yeah, fundamentally, and you've said this many times, the the the, the biggest uh, factor in learning a language is is motivation. If someone's motivated and truly wants to learn and and is willing to put the time in, they're going to learn uh, no matter which method they use. Mm -hmm. uh, ha having said that, uh, obviously we feel if they the equivalent amount of time spent on our system is uh, we will we'll generate better results. But uh, certainly the first thing is is to to be motivated, and and in in a way, a, a lot of what we do at Link is is there to get people motivated because once we know that once they're motivated, they're going to learn better. But you know, it's interesting about motivation, and, and uh, as you know, I have a tendency that whatever I've recently read about that then becomes my new religion. Gospel. <laughs> Gospel. But uh, having read this book by Manfred Spitzer on the brain, and this is research, this is not just somebody with some ideas. Uh, the brain, and I mentioned this in, in, uh, in fact in a post that I did in Japanese today, the brain anticipates what's going to happen. And if the result is better, the brain anticipates, if we're in a conversation, you start speaking, I kind of know what you're going to say. If, if I see you, I can actually anticipate what you're going to do. We know that. These are what we call mirror neurons or whatever. We anticipate. But if the result is better than our anticipation, we get a great sense of, of, of success and of motivation. And our method of learning, whereby people are exposed to a lot of content, and they listen to it, they read it, they save words and phrases, they review them, and pretty soon they start to notice more things in the language. This is almost an unanticipated uh, experience. And so that it's very motivating. As you start to understand more and more of the language, in fact, you start to feel a great sense of motivation. 
That's and I think, I just, just let me finish, I think the learning that way is motivating. Whereas when you try to memorize a declension table or a rule and you keep on forgetting it, that's not motivating. <laughs> that's very discouraging. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, although I think, you know, that's uh, obviously the traditional approach to language learning. Uh, you know, we've all been there in French class listening to our teacher um, run through the the uh, conjugate the verbs and, and so on. Uh, if I look at, if we look at uh, a lot of the systems available on the web right now, there isn't a lot of that happening uh, in those systems. I think people recognize that that kind of approach is, um, <laughs> that people don't enjoy doing that for starters. Um, and whether they believe or, or, or like we do that that approach is useless, um, I guess it's, it's, we, we don't know, but they, they don't tend to have the heavy grammar-based approach on a lot of the other sites that we see. But well, what I they do that. do yeah. um, is, is it's just very simplistic. Like the, the, the amount of material that's covered, the amount of, you know, they've got sort of gimmicky, uh, you know, pictures and is this a dog or, you know, it's such so very basic and simple. Uh, even right. if you were to complete all the um, all of the uh, courses or assignments or, or, or what have you on these other sites, you're still nowhere. And and that's the biggest difference that I see on on Link is that you know we have this enormous library of and, and growing and, and growing and growing all the time of of material that uh, of the language that you, you're trying to learn and and. There are no shortcuts. You cannot learn. It's 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 mostly about vocabulary, and you can't learn the the, the language from from vocabulary lists, and you can't learn the language from a set of six lessons, uh, all each yeah. attached to a picture. I mean, I, I just that, that's the problem. They they try to they sort of almost teach treat the language as something that's finite. If you've learned these twenty lessons, then you've learned the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas it's not finite at all; it's constant and ongoing, and you need a huge amount of content. And but we do get people who say, "Well, where are the grammar explanations? I need more grammar." So people are conditioned to look for grammar explanations, and and they're not prepared to say, "Well, you know, even with the grammar explanation, you're still going to get it wrong. You still won't understand it. You won't understand it until the brain has had enough of it, that the brain has figured it out." Now, that's not to say that some degree of grammar explanation isn't useful, and I still recommend that people buy uh, the smallest grammar book they can find and occasionally leaf through it. Or, or find a, a site on the web. There's lots of grammar. Well, that's right. I mean, I mean, you know, you try and look at, at, at any look, verbs in French or Spanish. Look at a table for any verb. Spend half an hour looking at it. You're never going to remember it. So when you go to write and it's the third person singular in the past tense or the future or the conditional, you may still want to go to that website, Spanish verbs, put in the verb, uh, and then what is the third person past tense? Look it up if you're writing. It's going to always be there. It's handy. It's at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Or you have a book handy and you look it up. But, but and over time, over time, seeing it, using it, hearing it, eventually it's going to drop in there, but not because you read the explanation. Right. I so, mean, as, but, as we've yeah. said many times, you can go to a book, you know, whether it's a dictionary when you're looking up a, 
a term or you'll you'll have there are these books with useful phrases or books with uh, like the with verb books that conjugate all the verbs and you can spend as you say half an hour flipping through it and reading what looks like really great stuff and boy i really have to remember that and isn't this wonderful and after half an hour you close the book and nothing sticks you know and i contrast this with uh, i was very surprised a number of people commented on my blog because I had mentioned that if I leave a language alone for a month or two, say Russian, which I've been working at very hard, if I leave it for a month or two, when I come back, pretty soon I'm better than I was. Mm-hmm. And the phrases and words that I remember were not necessarily the ones that I just learned, but it might be ones that I learned three or six months ago. Mm-hmm. And so con- words and patterns and phrases that you learn from episodes, from meaningful content, content that, that's kind of struck a chord somewhere within you, that knowledge actually grows it gestates, it continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Whereas this other type of language, uh, knowledge, like the rules and the tables, that's knowledge that you can cram it now for the exam tomorrow, maybe, mm-hmm. and then it's gone. It doesn't gestate, it doesn't grow, because it's theoretical, it's logical, whereas the brain is better at, at picking things up through experience, through input, and putting it somewhere in, its, you know, in wherever it puts it in the brain. Which I guess kind of, which comes back to another thing that we say all the time, and that's mm-hmm. that uh, nobody can teach you a language. You mm-hmm. have to, you have to learn the language, essentially on your own. Uh, it, it, and and so many people are conditioned to think I need someone to teach me. So mm-hmm. what can that person teach me? They can't teach me the language. They can teach me rules. They can right. teach me, they can test me on, on, on meanings of, of mm-hmm. words, and, but all kinds of activities that are essentially useless. However, however, what I will say is that uh, now that I have uh, two Russian tutors that I speak to, mm-hmm. uh, Rasana and uh, Tatiana, that uh, if you're talking to someone, a native speaker, who is very encouraging, mm-hmm. who speaks well, uh, who is happy to talk to you, mm-hmm. who may, gives you little corrections, which, of course, I save when I get my report and I put it in and I save it. That's A, motivating. And, you know, I, I, I make this point, like, the brain misses stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you speak and you get it wrong and someone corrects you in a nice way, not that because you end up with three out of ten in your exam, not that kind of correction, but people just point things out. Uh, yeah, I might still get it wrong, but I'm a little more conscious of that pattern. My brain is now a little more observant. Mm-hmm. I notice more things. So uh, they're not so much teaching me. They are, but in an effective way, because what they're doing is they're encouraging me and they're making me more attentive when I do my normal reading and listening. Right, but I guess I guess my point is, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very beneficial to speak to uh, a tutor and have them point out uh, mistakes and... And, and just by being able to carry on a conversation successfully, it gives you confidence and you realize that mm-hmm. actually I, I, I can make my way in the language. So, or, or unsuccessfully. Or unsuccessfully. It, it, it's a, a, obviously a great measuring stick. But uh, right. I don't equate that to, to teaching. Like I don't equate that to someone telling no. me, okay, today we're going to do the parts of the body and they we're going or to learn the word. please explain something. Right. No, I don't need an explanation. I would be lost in the explanation. Exactly. In fact, when I, when I get explanations on grammar, I, uh, yeah, as you say, I, I, it, it's just kind of meaningless. Right. Tell me what I should have said. Right, and I'll try and remember, and I'll try and remember that, and I'll, I'll right. hopefully notice it the next time I see it. 
it uh, correctly, and and over time, I'll I'll start to say it correctly. But but I think in terms of the link system, and we know that there are a lot of other things that we want to add in terms of how the community interacts, and we talked about you know how the organization of our library could be made perhaps a little bit better. Uh, but the fundamental activity uh, of listening and reading, and then of course saving these words and phrases, being able to review them, seeing them when they're highlighted. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like uh, rocket science. No. But it is surprisingly effective. But it does require a certain amount of effort. Mm-hmm. I know that for a lot of people, if they put on Michelle Thomas or Pimsler, they speak a bit, a bit in English and a bit in the target language. It's kind of easy. It is easier uh, than, than what we ask you to do, which is to, to listen only to the target language. Well, it's easier, but you're not going anywhere. Like well, you're, people you're, learn that way too. I don't think we can be so categorical. I think our way is more efficient. I guess that's uh, my point. Like, yeah, y- yeah y- y- you can do all of Michelle Thomas, and you're still very limited in what you can say. And right, but for a person who maybe only listens uh, while driving to and from work, uh, and they can listen to Thomas, uh, Michelle Thomas, or, or ESL Pod is relatively pain, painless, and they get something out of it. Yeah, I think at, at some point, if they really want to take the language to the next level, then they have to. And I think that's, in a way, what 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 we're saying at Link is, you know, ours works fine from scratch. You have to be a little bit disciplined to do it from scratch. Mm-hmm. But if you've taken a Michelle Thomas or a Pimster and now you want to take your language to the next level, that's where you there's a real big payoff uh, in coming to Link. That's yeah, what I see. yeah, for sure. And and we 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 we've said many times that uh, it, it almost doesn't matter what you use to get started. Uh, right. Once you have to start with something to give you a bit of a base, and then uh, then then you can start using the the uh, auth- Once you're able to graduate to authentic content, uh, mm-hmm. you want to be doing link. <laughs> well, the point is, we want to get people to authentic content as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the textbooks sort of deliberately deliberately keep people in textbook content for a long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've had uh, quite a few of our learners who are familiar with our system and who were learning, say, English with it, have now started. Uh, now, Kostich is going to do some French. Anna in Brazil was doing some French. Uh, Marianne in France, I think, was doing Russian. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to get some of our learners starting from scratch in another language. Yeah. And I think that's great because I, you know, one of my views, as you know, which you don't necessarily agree with, is if you can have a major and a minor, so you're 80% doing English and 20% doing Spanish, I think you'll benefit. Your English will benefit. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have people start up another language. Mm -hmm. But those are, again, that's an opportunity that exists at Link where you can easily flick, uh, you know, just go to another language. You can be doing three languages at the same time. Right. Yeah. Well, I think we've kind of, we don't want to bore people. Uh, obviously, we're very happy with what we have. Uh, we would like to see uh, see more people use Link and benefit from Link, or, or if they don't like it, they can tell us about it. Absolutely. We're always uh, happy to, to uh, receive your feedback. You can let us know on the, on the forum at Link. Um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, we'll catch up with you again next time. Okay. All right, then.